Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Yeah, I tell you, absolutely brilliant to Jim McEvin here. And uh, what a lovely feeling with uh, you and you and you in our company. And uh, he's our very own uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Mufti Saab, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Tell me, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful Jumma morning? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa Yusuf and all our listeners out there. Alhamdulillah, another wonderful Juma indeed. A blessed day for us as believers. You know, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the ability to uh, exactly take a benefit from this uh, beautiful day in the best spiritual way, inshallah. Ji. Inshallah, Amin. And uh, lots of questions coming through for you, uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith, as usual. Uh, this one says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. Will the Taliban rule differently this time? Hey, everyone wants uh, hot cross buns, but you, if you want the uh, Muslim type, you have a Taliban. Mufti Saab, your comment. Yes, Shafat, I don't know what the person means by a rule differently. Differently uh, ruling according to the West or differently uh, ruling according uh, to Sharia. I know that they're going to rule according to Sharia because this is what they fought for, uh, a complete Islamic state, you know, where Allah's laws can prevail. And uh, for that, we should all be happy and make to that Allah grant them the ability to implement the Sharia to the best of their ability and not to, not to bow down to uh, pressure from uh, the West because we'll see now the West will start speaking about uh, the abusing women's rights. If you want to get sympathy from people around the globe, all you have to do is you have to comment on how the women uh, are being treated in uh, that country. So I think that will be the focus of uh, the West criticizing the Taliban. But this is a victory from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and uh, we should uh, really, really be happy for uh, our brothers of that side, inshallah, that uh, at least there's one place in the world where there's no outside interference, Shafat, uh, there's no outside interference from the West or any other people in country, uh, except that these people, Allah should grant them the, uh, you know, Allah should grant them the ability at least that their hearts be united uh, for this, inshallah. So how do ask for those people there, G. Absolutely, uh, Mufti Saab. And, yeah, you know, you get so many uh, different views and uh, points on uh, uh, the uh, Afghanistan and the Taliban. Uh, you know, honestly speaking, um, do you think this is a setup or is America playing a game with us? And uh, perhaps uh, will, uh, you know, Pakistan and, uh, uh, and uh, Turkey get here and come to the fore and we'll see a, a strong power in that region. Your thoughts on that, uh, Mufti? I'm looking at, at Turkey right now because they were controlling the airport, uh, so we don't know what uh, Turkey, what the plans of Turkey uh, is at this moment in time, Shafat. As uh, for Pakistan, you, we know most of the Mujahideen, they come from that region and area also. So I think Pakistan is a bit scared now that it might spill over into their country. What I do wish, however, is uh, that uh, Pakistan should uh, join forces uh, with the Afghanistan Mujahideen and liberate Kashmir, the forgotten region. You know, if they can do that, inshallah, and expand the territory uh, towards that side and liberate the people of Kashmir also from the Indian government, from the clutches of Modi and his clan, then at least uh, that would be a better achievement, G. Well said. Uh, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Mufti. A recap fast on Ashura and a day before. My son asked me what is the significance of this day. I could not answer him. Please uh, tell us uh, 
What is Ashura all about, Mufti Sahib? Ashura is a very, very great day, uh, Shafat. It's the day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, displayed His power, displayed His authority, you know, by drowning forces of Ba'atil. It is a day when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave victory to Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam and drowned the people of uh, Fir'aun, including Fir'aun. Uh, the person who said that he is a deity, he is a god, uh, besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is also a day where Nabi uh, Yusuf alayhi salatu salam was saved from the well, according to some mufassirin. And then also a day where the grandson of the Nabi alayhi salatu salam, that our Hussein bin Ali radiallahu alayhi that he was martyred at a place called Karbala. So many historical things happened on this auspicious day, and the virtue of that is if a person has kept a fast for Ashura day, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive a year of his previous sins, that is a minor sins. So for major sins, a person still needs to make a tawbah and a return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ji. Mufti Sahib, I'm fasting today. Will a COVID test break my fast? Uh, if there's any gel inserted on the tip or any moisture on the tip of uh, that uh, uh, instrument that they use to take a uh, test, you know, uh, then your fast will be broken. But if there is nothing, and I also went for that COVID test a while ago, so it was quite dry uh, when they do one, a nasal swab. So uh, then it won't uh, break your fast. Your fast will remain intact. Gee. This question says, Mufti, I received so many Ashura Mubarak messages. What is this new trend? I think all of us received Shafat. I think you received more than me uh, this year on Ashura Day. So I think it's a way that people want to express. <laughs> I know because your phone was quite busy, uh, you know. So, uh, yes, people try to express uh, their feelings, uh, you know, their gratitude on the day of Ashura, also asking uh, for forgiveness, etc. So we shouldn't start a trend by doing this every big night, every big day in Islam now. And uh, then this is how an innovation, Ibidah, I will start. And then tomorrow's generation will believe it is compulsory for people to send out messages like this. And this is exactly how innovations start in Islam. You know, yes, make dua for the person on the day of Ashura. Make dua behind this take that is more virtuous. And ask Allah to forgive him and forgive yourself. Uh, because when you make dua for that person, the angels will reply, I mean, to that beautiful du'as that you make because you're making it without a person and knowing. So that would be the more proper way to conduct oneself uh, on the day of Ashura instead of sending out uh, many, many messages, and then also including perhaps things which are not, which are not uh, related to Islam also. So one should be very, very careful, G. Assalamu alaikum. Is there an Islamic explanation for the concept of karma, where if you, uh, if you a bad, bad things happen uh, to you? Yeah, they say, what you sow, you shall reap. Uh, your thoughts, uh, Mufti Saab? Yes, uh, Islam does not believe in karma, Shafat. We do not believe in that uh, concept, you know, that is uh, related to Buddhism and Indianism and uh, all this Hinduism and all these other isms out there. Islam believes that you will be rewarded according to the deeds that you do and the deeds that you present. So if you do good, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send down good upon you. And if you do bad, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will either forgive you for your sins or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish you for that. So that is entirely up to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because karma believes that if you do bad, then bad will happen to you. So we don't subscribe to that uh, corrupt and wrong belief. You know, Muslims should be very, very careful regarding that. It is not an Islamic concept. It was never part of Islam. We 
have our own beautiful belief system that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. Gee. Mufti Saab, I received uh, so many Ashura Mubarak messages. We read that. Uh, yeah, little down, Yusuf. Okay, there's, there's it. Mufti, who is uh, responsible for maintenance of a wife under Idda who lost her husband? Mufti Saab? Very good question, uh, Shafat. Yes, so if a woman's uh, husband has passed away and he has died in a return to the mercy of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, then there is no maintenance for her. What there is, Islam is uh, allocated for her, uh, that her share of the inheritance. So she cannot claim maintenance from the estate, but she will receive the uh, share of the inheritance that the husband has left behind, if he has left behind any. And from that, she will live, inshallah, and she will have to support herself, as opposed to someone who has uh, normally been divorced. Uh, in this case, uh, that is not the same thing. So I and the Idda, uh, and you've lost your husband, there is absolutely no maintenance for you, G. Do I have to pay a zakah on money uh, that was stolen from me? Yes, uh, that is a question also. If uh, a person, you see, you, before answering uh, that question, we must pay our zakah timelessly. We shouldn't keep it and wait until it was uh, stolen one day, and then uh, we worry about it, you know. So uh, zakah uh, does not remain compulsory on the money uh, that was uh, stolen so if the person had the zakat and someone came and took his money and stole it from him, then there's uh, no zakat upon him because uh, he's lost it, he's no more zakatable, he doesn't have it nisab uh, anymore. So zakat will not become wajib upon him on that point. So that's why we tell the people that the moment your zakat becomes due, then rather pay it, inshallah, because even in delaying uh, paying it, uh, and you don't have a valid reason uh, for delaying uh, the payment of zakat, then you become sinful also, Shafat. So be very careful, key. I read a salah behind an imam whom I saw wiped over his uh, normal socks. Was my salah valid? If you have observed that the imam actually has performed masa or did wipe over his uh, normal cotton socks, and you've seen that physically with your own eyes, one is being informed and one is having seen it physically. If you've seen that, then you should know uh, for a certainty that uh, the part to do Whilst he did that, it is not valid. So if his wudu was not valid, then his namaz will not, in his salah will not be valid then. So you will have to repeat that salah that you've read behind that imam. But that is only if you've seen him physically do it, or if he has told and informed you that he has done such an action. His wudu would not be valid, and his salah would not be valid, and your salah will not be valid behind him also, G. Yeah, pass up, imam. The, uh, yeah, the musalli is like cake, man. I like cake, like no. <laughs> Mufti Saab, uh, this question says, is it permissible to apply for the 350 rand income grant that the government gives? Why not, Shafat? Why not in the first day or 24 hours? I read uh, that uh, almost 5 million people applied for the 350 rand grant, income grant that the uh, government is giving, you know. So if you have a need, you can request it, inshallah, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will uh, make it easy for you that you receive it. If you don't take it, someone else will take it, you know. Uh, that's, uh, that is uh, from the taxpayers' money that the people have contributed through all these unlawful and unjust taxes that the uh, people have to pay uh, to fill the government coffers. So it is only right that the people in the public benefit from that funds also. So yes, by all means, go and apply for the G. Mufti, what is the ruling on uh, charging a tenant a fixed uh, rent? Yes, uh, Shafat, so remember this uh, rent 
and there's uh, rates in Texas, in water, and all of these things. So uh, mutually, uh, the uh, both parties will have to uh, agree. You know, the lesser and the lessee, they will have to mutually agree uh, that uh, this will be the stipulated amount. So in that case, then uh, the person can say, listen, yeah, this is the rental amount, 5,000 rand, and uh, this is the rates amount. It's another 500 or 800 rand. That is 5,800 rand, for example. So they will have to agree on that. Then when the rates in Texas goes up again, then they can enter into a new uh, lease agreement whereby the person will come and say that uh, the municipality has increased uh, service charges now, so I will have to increase that also. Then the old lease will fall away and they will have to draw up a new lease as uh, the taxes increase, inshallah. Can one vaccinate at a place offering incentives for taking the jab? We've seen many incentives. I've read Joburg is offering a, a car raffle drawing for people who offer themselves for vaccination. So you can't use your body uh, to gain something like that, you know, with an experimental drug. So it is still an experimental drug at this stage. It's not a vaccine yet as approved by the FDA and the CDC and all these other bodies. So you're going to take a chance in winning a prize and you might end up with severe adverse reactions and effects, side effects also. So that is gambling with your body. Stay away uh, from that. You know, make an informed choice, an informed decision. And you've read all the pros and cons and speak to your medical uh, practitioner. Let him see if you have any comorbidities. If you do have comorbidities, then you should know also that it would be dangerous for you to do that, inshallah, then you'll take the safer route, Mufti, is it compulsory for a woman to wear a wedding ring to show that she is married? I, I, I believe that some husbands, uh, they are forcing the wife to wear the ring uh, on the left hand and the left finger also to show other people that uh, she is taken shafat and she is not available. That has become customary nowadays that uh, showing a ring on a finger, on that particular finger shows that a woman is married. But there is no basis for this in Islam. It's got nothing to do with Islam also. She can wear it if she wants to. If she doesn't want to wear it, no one can coerce her into wearing that uh, ring. So don't believe that it is a sign of uh, being married. It might be accepted as uh, customary practices, but uh, it has absolutely no basis in Islam also, G. Yeah, I see some men wear the ring too. In the which finger <laughs> <is up>? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think on the on the same finger, Shafat. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. We know something's happening there. Uh, is white wine uh, vinegar permissible, Mufti Saab? White wine vinegar, red wine vinegar, all these vinegars, uh, it is permissible for consumption, you know, uh, so people but still be careful out there, make sure that it is a vinegar, uh, white wine vinegar, red wine vinegar. So people use this in, in Islam also, uh, the transformation has taken uh, place, you know, it has changed completely from one product to another product, so uh, that has uh, happened, and because of that, uh, it uh, became permissible for G. Do I have to make a kaza salah for salah mister while I was in uh, induced coma for COVID-19? Uh, good question, Shafad. Many people on the ventilator, they are being intubated and uh, they are putting, uh, they are put on a, into a coma, also induced coma, you know. So in this case, you must, you must remember the time that uh, they uh, intubated you and put you in a coma. So, uh, for example, so if a person was in a coma, for a duration where at least five compulsory salahs, like Fajr, Dur, Asr, Maghrib, and Isha, if, that, if you've missed all of those salah 
uh, you know, so one day completely has passed and you didn't make Salah and you were in a coma for that duration and at that time of Salah came to an end, then you will not be required to make a Qada of those Salah that you've missed because you've missed a complete day's Salah. So by the time when the sixth Salah enters, meaning the next day Fajr, and you're still in a coma, so that means there's no Qada for that Salah. You have to calculate uh, those days, how many days you can speak to uh, the nurses, the doctors that were in charge also and ask them how long where you in induced a coma, so then you will have to calculate that, and from there you can take it, inshallah. Uh, assalamu alaikum. I uh, accepted Islam recently, and I'm reading a lot of Islamic uh, newspaper and literature. I'm getting confused uh, by the minute. I want to know what is this term called uluma haq, uluma su. I'm shocked. What is happening in the house? Uh, please help me. Brothers, uh, Mufti Sab, how do you uh, respond to this uh, revert? Yes, Shafat, we saw so much uh, mudslinging, character assassination, and uh, everyone claiming to be on the haq. So for the revert, we'll say that ulama haq are those ulama who propagate the truth according to the best of their understanding, uh, scholarship that uh, stretches over 1400 years. So those are the ulama haq. They're not involved in uh, politics. Uh, they cannot be bribed. They cannot be sold also. They remain steadfast on their opinions, you know. And then the ulama isu are those people uh, that uh, run uh, and uh, once a pet on the back from the government. They're looking for recognition. They're looking for name and fame, subverting Islam, selling Islam. Those are ulama isu. And there's a lot of them today also. So one should be careful who we take our deen from. See, we, we, do, we should never ever look at surnames. We shouldn't look at uh, names also. We should look who's speaking the truth. And from those people, we have to take our deen from. That is very, very important. There's no loyalty to family ties, to clans, and this and that. Loyalty is to the deen and the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So if we do that, inshallah, then it will become easy because right now there's a big battle between ulama Isu and ulama Haq in Islam also. And uh, the ulama of Haq, there will always be few in numbers. Whilst the ulama Isu, there will be a lot of people and they have a lot of followers also. So basically, that is how one can differentiate. Yeah, Mufti Sahib, you know, you talk about a lot of followers and, uh, you know, you get uh, lots of uh, uh, you know, scholars are coming on a major platform. And how do you know that uh, you know they're sincere or they're looking for stars and stripes? I'm of this up. It's very difficult. The sincerity is uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what is in the heart. Uh, we can only judge by what is apparent and what is displayed to us. So that's why I always tell the people, don't be fooled by followers and how many likes and how many tweets and retweets and Instagram followers and all this uh, uh, funny things happening out there. We shouldn't be. Uh, fooled by that, you know, we should look at who's speaking the truth, who's standing on the truth, who's prepared to die for the truth also. So those are qualities we should look when uh, we uh, want to follow a particular leadership. Uh, in that way, inshallah, uh, it will become much easier for a person. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti and team. What is the latest news on the Islamic perspective regarding COVID vaccines? Our age group has opened now for vaccines. Uh, that's true. Now you're 18, you can go and have a jab, uh, Mufti Saab. You know, 
I, I wanted to laugh yesterday because I read Sapra said that no one has died in South Africa of the vaccine, which is one of the biggest, biggest lies because they hardly perform autopsies. The doors of autopsies has been closed for this, so people will never find out uh, the truth of Shafat. However, I've met people personally, and I mean personally, and I know people personally, who a few hours after taking the shot has actually passed away. So now they will say conveniently, no, it was coincidence or it was because of another condition. But when uh, you pick up anything else, then they tell you it's COVID. This is how they're playing with the people. You know, we should be careful. So uh, at this point, I still maintain that it is not uh, uh, permissible. The vaccines are still ineffective. Uh, the vaccine, you can still spread COVID after getting the vaccine. You can also uh, get COVID after receiving uh, the vaccine. So what is the use of the vaccine? Even Donald Trump was saying the other day that they're bringing out new booster shots and that is only to make money for the CEO of Pfizer. Mm. So Donald Trump very outspoken mm. regarding the vaccines also, Shafat. Absolutely, Mufti Sabah. We end off on a sad note. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. You remember Ridwan of our boss security? We had lots and lots of lunch with him. Uh, he passed on this morning, uh, Mufti Sab. I want you to make special duas for him. I mean, he was a lovely, wonderful human being. And, you know, I, I mean, he showed us all those guns that they used in Afghanistan. Uh, he had special equipment that uh, I think second to none as a security company. Uh, your thoughts on uh, Ridwan, uh, Mufti Sab? Gee, a wonderful person, Shafat, indeed a wonderful person. He hosted us always, and we were always welcome, and he sat with us, you know, very, very humble person. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I didn't even know he was sick, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him the highest place in Jannah to Firdaus, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant his father, Dada, by, you know, Ameen. with uh, Sabar and his mother as well. They're all wonderful people, a lot of love, a lot of khidmah. And I like to, to, to help and assist the poor people also and always here to offer protection also. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala offer him that protection in the year after from uh, the fire of Jannah. I may Allah expand his grave also for him, inshallah. And I may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for the family. I'm, I'm shocked, uh, Shafat, so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us also. Ameen, Ameen. Mufti Sahib, you have a blessed Jumai head. I will talk to you soon. And, uh, perhaps your parting words, Mufti Saab. Yes, uh, Shafat, so quickly life can come to an end. You know, let's take every opportunity to work towards the year after. Jazakumullah khiradza. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. As, uh, Mufti Saab said, yeah, with the marhum, spent lots of time with him. What a young, beautiful gentleman that Allah fill his cupboard with nur and grant him the highest, highest stages of, uh, Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.